Hi, I'm Mrs. W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in teaching, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. Welcome to BS in Education. Bullshit. I bit the inside of my lip because I was trying to eat some chicken real fast. Oh, I did that the other day. And then I, you keep, you're going to keep biting it over and over for the next the two days. The worst. Terrible. Mm-hmm. How's everybody doing? I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're here, man. Yeah. Well, by the time people <laughs> hear this, if they, you know, live below the Mason-Dixon line, they're going to be real close to summer break. Not real That's close, true. but like, but like closer than we are right it. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely closer. It'll be a um, point on the horizon. Yes, you'll be able to see if you're in the north. Then I don't know. I don't even uh, know. Depends on how much snow you. you got. You might be going through the end of June, and if I, that's I, the case, I, Godspeed. We went into the first week of June last year, Gross. like just the first two days, and it was awful. It was the worst mm-hmm. thing I'd ever experienced up to that point in my life, I think. <laughs> Probably not. That might be a hyperbole. But it sucked. Right. It felt like too long. What's your what's your BS for this week? Because I have, oh. like, a story that I cannot even... It's going to take so much time. It's oh. going to derail us so much. So say, say your BS first. Okay. Well, mine is school-related, so I will happily say mine first. Mine is that um, they finally made me cry this week. I cried mm-hmm. in class. Yep. It was Monday, so this is the second week in a row where Monday morning, as soon as I get to school, I vomit from just from like stress and anticipation right. of whatever. And then I'm physically fine after that, but by like 9.30 in the morning, they had just like pushed me over the edge. And so finally I was like, I don't even know. I was like, did y'all know that I get physically ill every single weekend? Did you know that? That I spend hours of my weekend every weekend in bed because... My body gets sick because of all the all the crap I put up with all week, and I was like, I'm just really sick of like trying. And the ones who I'm trying the most for, who need it the most, are the ones who especially don't care. Right. And one of the kids was like, Miss, you look like you're about to cry. I was like, You know what? Maybe I am. I'll be back. And so I when just your voice left. goes up on that like, Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I threw up this morning. Maybe my teeth are burning out of the back of my mouth because of you little assholes. So uh, I was like, I'll be back. So I just left my room and 30 minutes later, I still was not back because I was still like angry crying in the, in the break room. And my AP came in and she was like, Hey, like, are you okay? I was like, I'm just really like, I can't, I can't go back in there right now. I was like, I just can't do it. I was like, here's a bunch of stuff they can do while they're waiting for me, but I cannot go back in there right now. And she was like, you need to start writing them up for all this crap. And I was like, I know, but I hate writing stuff up because then I feel like if I can't handle the business in my classroom when I'm giving up that locus of control, then it sends that message of like, oh, well, until she elevates it. But I was like, all right, Right. fine. So the rest of this week, I just wrote a bunch of kids up for all the shit that I should have been writing them up for all year long. And they were like, it was really peaceful the rest of the week because so many of them were in in in-school suspension. So... It turned out in I my favor. I thought you were going to say because they were listening, but no, they just weren't in No, they class. just weren't there. So that was really not. But I mean, that just goes to show like how bad uh, the stuff was that they actually did have to put them in in school suspension. But 
Anyway, they broke me. But the rest of the week was nice because they weren't there, A. And then, B, I stopped doing the things that I put extra effort into every day. Mm -hmm. And the kids noticed. And they were like, oh, are we going to do morning meeting today? I was like, no. Because I have to plan those. And I don't feel like getting here earlier anymore to do that. So, no, we're not doing it anymore. (laughs) Bye. Leaving right as soon as the day is over. It's pretty great. What about you? So I don't even know if this counts as Bia. I guess it's Bia. It's something. It's something. It's so something. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell like some story that needs so much setup that you know the setup, but the listeners need to know Take it. Take us on this journey. So everyone, I think this will be more helpful if you just imagine your own grandparents. This will help you. Okay. So my 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 grandparents on my mom's side, um, they divorced when my mom was a kid. And my grandfather remarried. And he he married this woman, blah, blah, blah. She ends up uh, passing away right before we moved up here. So close to 10 years ago now. And after she died, my grandfather just casually mentioned something to my mom about his other daughter. (laughs) So, so... We just like find out that my grandfather, when he was in whatever war he was in, I don't even know if there was a war, just when he was in the military and he was a teenager, he was stationed stationed in Germany, got a German woman pregnant, and that was that. And said, (laughs) Auf Wiedersehen, and off he went. (laughs) Auf Wiedersehen. And now my mother is no longer the oldest child. She's got a, she's got a older half sister, an older, we've, I've got a German aunt now that like, I've, I've been to Germany once I've met her. It's a whole thing. Of course there was family drama because then like my grandmother like felt, you know, when they would want to visit with this person, it was weird for my grandma because this is not her kid. Yes. We're going back and forth. You can't even imagine my mom is one of four sisters. So just like the. The girl drama, drama that is that was surround, and then they all had daughters. It wasn't until I was in college that one of my aunts had a son. So and the spell like, was broken. Yes, but just like all these, just <laughs> girl cousins, girl drama, which is still going on now, and I won't talk about that on the podcast. But okay, so different podcast. So I and I remember I was working an event. I was working an Oktoberfest 5k for my husband's company. I just volunteered to work this like booth like we're different companies, mm-hmm. you know, and they do the shirts and they race and stuff. And I was like, I'll never forget this cuz this is Oktoberfest and I just found out I have a secret German family. <laughs> so so like I very clearly remember this moment. So fast forward to I don't know Two or three years after that, I get this stupid, dramatic text message from my mother. Like, she'll send these, like, text, these, like, cryptic text messages that are just, like, girls, I need you to call me. It's very important. This is something I can't say over the phone. And then we'll call and be, like, all concerned. And it'll be something so dumb. Or something that's, like, okay, that was not a big deal to tell me that one of our aunts had a cancer scare, but it turns out she doesn't but have it's cancer. Fine. It's like, yeah. why did you need this dramatic buildup? I didn't even know there was a scare happening. But anyway, so that's just the, <laughs> my mom does this. So, so like I very specifically remember where I was in my last apartment I lived in. I was in my living room doing something. I think I was maybe decorating my mantle for Christmas. 
and I get a stupid text message from my mom to, to me and my two sisters. Like, I also have nothing but sisters, y'all. It's nothing but so, so much girls, estrogen. So many um, ladies. <laughs> so she sends a text message uh, that's like, again, girls, I need to talk to you. It's very important. I don't want you to hear it over the phone. Like, call me as soon as you can. So I reply with, what does, um, so this was my grandfather knock somebody up before he got married. And I said, what, does mama have a secret child too? <laughs> and then I just keep getting the three dot, dot, dots on the phone and then disappearing and then coming back up. <laughs> and then she's like, who told you? So what? Yep. So ends up, okay, so now we have second. So both my grandparents had have children families. before okay. they got married. So, um, so now we've got an uncle. So now my mom is not only not the oldest child, but she's got two older siblings, one from each parent. Amazing. Uh, this guy lived a couple states away, was adopted, has a lovely life. Um, it was done through like uh, uh, Ancestry.com. Mm -hmm. They contacted one of my great aunts. It was this whole thing with trying to find out because you know they tell you like what percentage you're related to these people yeah and you'll like you'll know if they're like siblings or first cousins most of the people that i get are like third cousins yeah unless it's a human that i know already um because i've gotten plenty of these these notifications um so this is just like wild 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 story so this past weekend i was working an event and, you know, like, I've got the headset on, I'm talking to, you know, the lights people and the these people, and I'm getting text messages, and my mom sends another text message. So now here we are, like, eight years from original new family. Mm -hmm. So now my grandmother has passed away. She's no longer uh, with us, but she did get to meet her son, which was cool. They went, you know, they, like, as a group, had gotten dinner several times. Mm -hmm. They have family pictures and everything. So I'm working this event. Uh, and I get another text message from my mom to me and my sisters that's like, you know what? Let me just pull out my phone. I'm going to read this okay. message to you. <laughs> if I have to cut this part out, I'll cut it out. <laughs> do, 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 do. Are you like, what, mom? Did you have a secret child before? You so I've us? made that joke before. <laughs> so so here's the, the text. Hey, girls, call me when you get a chance. I have some news, dot, 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 dot. Not life or death, but I'd rather speak the news than text. So my sisters in a separate thread, <laughs> let me find their separate thread. <laughs> um, my sister says, uh, 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 <laughs> I think I went back too far. I had, I was in a hotel this weekend and the people next door to me were humping real loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I recorded the audio. Voice memo. I did. So I forgot about that. Um, oh. So my little sister text like did you talk to mom i'm hate when she sends these cryptic text messages this is so annoying i'm at work it's the middle of the day and my big sister's like no i'm swamped at work too right now if i knew if i called her it would just like ruin my day or it would throw my day <laughs> off not my favorite i hate when she and i sent her a text message of like this stage with all these people and lights yeah and like, i was like also very right busy now. yeah um so then 30, 45 minutes later, I get a text from one of my aunts that says, like, hey, hey, Miss W, um, you know, can't wait to see a little sister's baby shower. Don't I remember you saying that you did your DNA test on Ancestry.com? 
And I was like, like, nope, it it. was 23 and me. But in the meantime, (laughs) I sent a screenshot of the text from my mom to Mr. F. Uh Because he and I had been, my mom sent me a like, I need to talk to you about, I need to talk to you about something text. (laughs) And he was like, oh, do you have another secret family? Do you have some more secret family? So So he and I had literally been joking about it the day before. So I sent him this one and I was like, I swear to you, last time she said this to me, I made the joke about the other family. So I sent that to him. And so I sent it to my two sisters and I was like, oh my God, look what I got just got from our aunt. I think we must have another we secret have family secret member. We have more secret families. And guess what? We do. <gasps> or is I it have... you and me? Are we related? <laughs> has it finally, the link no, has finally been My grandmother solidified. had two kids before she got married. What? Right? So when she found out uh, before she died, when she, she had, we had a relative that was like, hey, you know, this person's contacting me through Facebook. They said they think you might be related. And my mama was like, I don't need to see the test. I know that we are. In her brain, she was going, which kid is it? Right? Come on, mama. Just like come out and tell us about all of our potential relatives. So now my grandma, so now my mom is like, the third old wait no she's got three older siblings That's my mom was bananas. the oldest six or seven years ago and now i have i have three mystery aunt slash uncles isn't this that you know in- of i know That's right bonkers absolutely this bananas is my life and i still haven't talked to my mother to get all the details <laughs> i was very busy this weekend <laughs> Is this oh not the God. craziest? That's totally crazy. So I need to log into my my uh my twenty three because I didn't do ancestry. I did twenty three and me. So I need to yeah. log into it and see if I can find some. See how many more people I haven't looked at it in a long no time. Oh shit, man, that's crazy. So that's my crazy family BS. And so I'm texting Mr. F and he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, so I'm sending him screenshots that's like, I'm not lying. Look, my aunt just asked me about ancestry. So it's just like, I cannot. Oh my God. This is nuts. I just like, that's they need a book. Insane. I wish before my grandmother died, I that had she would found have out all of her secrets. All the things. No kidding. And because her life is insane. Like her parents, when she was very, like when she was a baby, her parents got divorced, which is like unheard, unheard of, of in that day and age. So she, uh, so her mom, t- she had a sister, a full sister. So her mom took the sister and she stayed with the dad and the dad just kind of didn't take care of her. So she ended up being taken in by my grandparents or by her grandparents. Her grandparents. So I didn't know until I was an adult that those that were they not weren't her parents. Real grand- yeah. Great so when when I was Crazy. in when I was like in college, I found out we had this whole family that lived somewhere else. And again, my mom was like, "Yeah, you know, that's that's you know those, those that's grandma and pop. Those are her grandparents. Those are your like." And I was like, "Why would I? Why know would you that? know that? Why would Why you know would that unless know somebody this? explicitly told you that?" Right. So it's just this is this is a tangled. <laughs> Web. Tangled so she, web. What is she didn't opera. like get to really meet her full sister. They met once or twice as teenagers, wow. and both grew up jealous of the other because both imagined they got the other parent. The other Your life the must be parent. so much better, right? Right. Wow. But guess what? My grandma got no. Mine got the short end of the stick. Clearly, mm-hmm. um, but just 
insane. That is my fan. And I can't wait to go to my little sister's baby shower next weekend. I'm sure there won't be any No drama, drama or weirdness. Uh, Nothing strange. It's nuts. So Those that bonkers. is my crazy story that I said doesn't actually have to do with with education, but I mean, <laughs> you got BS. educated. You <laughs> keep did. it shows I that did. you're a lifelong learner because every few <laughs> years you learn about a new branch on your tree. How exciting! I really like think I would pay somebody at this point to no shit. See how many little, all, yeah. little small branches there are. It's it's not. What if yet. I'm related to one of your offshoot oh. relatives? Wouldn't oh. that make sense? That if one would. of those people mar- intermarried into my family, that would really clear a lot. Yeah, of but I up. feel like I look like my dad. Your dad's side, and you look like your dad, and it's my mom's side. No, I look got like all my the mom. shenanigans. You think so? Yeah, that's what I'm told is I look like my mom. I guess you do look like your mom. You have both, yeah. I have both. I don't know. I look like my dad. Genetics. This is so boring for our listeners. I hope it was interesting. The Thank you for joining us for our special genealogy episode. (laughs) I had band practice with Mr. Silly Socks this afternoon. And we, like the three of us, because we are, we're all teachers, we, we'll sit there and like bitch for the first 15 minutes. And I was like, I got a story that I'm not going to tell you because he listens to the podcast. I'm, I'm like, gonna I'm going to save a, it. I'm going to let you hear it on the podcast because it's Hell wild. Hell yeah, silly socks. Enjoy this mm-hmm. one. Hey, speaking of band, my little boyo had his, did I talk about this last time? We went and did his band instrument selection process for no, middle school. I knew okay. that he was thinking about uh, about making band his thing that he did, but yeah. I did not hear about the, so the instrument selection. We had to like, you know, sign up for a date to come and like have a meeting and pick your instrument. So when I was in middle school and I chose, they literally took me into the band room and they were like, what do you want to play? And I was like, that one. They're like, okay. And that was how <laughs> I selected my instrument. So for my son... He went in and they have like the, the full list of all the things you can do. So he he wanted to do percussion because I was a percussionist. Mm-hmm. But when you do percussion in middle school, apparently now you have to you have to learn all of the percussion. So you can't just be like like I learned how to play the keyboards. That's what I played, mm-hmm. like the bells and stuff. And that was it. I was never a drummer. But now you have to play all of those things and they only have 12 spots for incoming uh, middle schoolers. Oh. So you have to audition for what you want to play. And he, oh. he has never played any percussion before, but they were like, well, you have a leg up because you've played piano before. So you can at least like identify, you know, on right. the keyboard. If we tell you to play a D, you can play a D. Um, but it was crazy because before they would even let him get on the list. So he still has not auditioned for the percussion yet. He has to like do that later. But in order for him to even get on the list of being able to audition the, um, the assistant director was like, okay, so I'm going to do a rhythm and I want you to just like join in on the rhythm, mm-hmm. like using your feet and your hands. Like it was, it, it was like a lot more complicated than I thought it would be, but he was able to do it. So they were like, okay, well, we'll let you try out. But like, just to let you know, you know, usually we have like 30 or 40 people who want to be in percussion, Damn. but we can only take 12. So they always have them pick a backup instrument. And like, he doesn't, right. he doesn't care that much. He doesn't know what he's doing. So then They have him like, they're like, okay, hold out your arms. We're going to do this ratio measurement with your arms to your torso. And then like, let's see, let me feel your jaw. This is like the Russian ballet. It was crazy. He's like, let me see your bite. Like open your, open your mouth and like do a smile with clenched teeth. And they're like, okay. So they're like, are you, what is that Are you getting braces? Are you stick in his mouth? What the (laughs) fuck? Crazy. So then they were like, okay, so based on this, like, 
Um, I mean, you can pick any instrument you want, but like you would probably be good for, you know, if you want to do brass, these are the ones you might want to do. So then he was like, he was like, um, well, I think I want to try either trombone or maybe trumpet. Mm-hmm. So then they bring him over to the instruments and they have him like try them out with his arms and stuff. And they're like, well, I mean, you're going to get your arms are going to get longer. But right now, like seventh position would be hard to hit. So like maybe don't start with trombone. Maybe we should start. It was super intricate. Like wow. we were there for almost an hour. It was bananas. So, um, but I think he's pumped up about it. He even let nice. me take his picture in front. They have like a selfie board that oh, said, I'm now a member of so-and-so band. And he let me take his picture in front of the thing. I was like, okay, okay. What if I got Mm. to do that with my acting students? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) You could just, like, pinch their bellies and, like, measure their inseam and be like, no, your crotch is too high for this role. (laughs) I'm doing this musical. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And you won't fit any of the costumes. You won't fit any of these pants. Get out. (laughs) It was nuts. Totally wow. nuts. He was like, he was like, that was kind of weird. I was like, yeah, I in no way would have ever anticipated that that's what this would have gone like. Like, I thought they were just gonna be like, look at all these things. Which one do you think looks which, fun? Which, which <laughs> one are you drawn to? I'm yeah. gonna lay four instruments on a blanket. And I want you to just close your eyes and feel where the energy draws you the closest. Man, it was intense. Wow. So anyway, yeah. He's, they probably uh, have a pretty good music program then for I'm, that anticipating man these schools out well it's like with everything like you know we were in school 25 years ago and the level that things are at now across the board and everything is bananas like we went to a i took my kids to a band competition a few years ago to try to brainwash them that they should be in band and i wasn't expecting it was like a drum corps it was crazy so i'm really hoping he stays in because i would love to be like a a drum corps mom (laughs) so nerdy yes excellent yes all right. So um, you wanna do you wanna talk a little bit about the um about the the gangster capitalism podcast? Yes. That we let's were get into before? this. And of course, now I haven't listened to it in a month, so this is gonna be know. typical style of us just being like, That's I think okay. it was like this, but I don't know. Because it's like what six episodes or something, so it's a lot yeah. to cover anyway. But I think we can just talk about what we what we still remember. Our takeaways highlights the most. Yeah. Our takeaways. So long story short. Um, rich people for years have been able to buy their kids way into college by buying a library for the campus at Harvard or being a legacy. And so Mm -hmm. then we use that and our money to buy, you know, mopeds for everybody on the athletic, whatever it is. Right. So that's been like an unspoken obvious, but everybody knows about it. Way to get your kid into an Ivy league. So this side door that what's his face singer that Rick Singer came up with is, that he would help. I mean, you had to have a lot of money, but maybe you didn't have enough to buy a library, but you still had $500,000 like, to give right. him. But you can't buy a library at Harvard for $500,000. But if you give it to him, he can help your child um, get whatever SAT score you want them to give. And he was he was smart about it too because he would, like the parents might have wanted them to get a 1500 or whatever, but he would be like, well, based on their high school grades, that's going to look really suspicious. So maybe just like a 1410 or something like that, but like high enough, but then we'll also, you know, fudge their resume so that it looks like they're going to be a member of the rowing team. Right. Um, for a sport that they've never, ever played before. What was bananas to me is not only the parents complete lack in their own children to be able to, to do these things on their own, but like going behind their back, like the kids weren't in on it at all. It was like, that was what was so crazy to me is they would be like, okay, we'll take Josie, you know, bring her to my school in LA. And my proctor 
is going to give her the score that she needs. Kids. Well, I mean, if you go look at Lori, if you go look at um, Lori Lachlan's girls Mm -hmm. Insta or whatever, like she's because she's a huge online celeb. She is clearly a total dingbat and very vocal about like I don't give a shit about school and. Like life is makeup and parties Just, and boys. Is it, like is it stereotypical? That, is it that they've had so much like special treatment all their life that getting to take the test, like that in a private to another state yeah. to take the test because is not weird to them? I'm guessing that that wasn't weird at all for them because that's what I'm assuming is that they're just used to like. Well, yeah, I get, I always get everything. So why would right. this be weird? Like my, I never have to face any difficulties. So of course I can take it whenever I want mm-hmm. in a private situation. So another thing that he would do is he would make sure that they had, they all had an accommodation for extended time. Right. Like they had to have that accommodation because that way the proctor would have time to fudge, to the, change the answers, to change stuff, the answers. Right. Um, which again goes back to you and I in our conversations about how like everybody has accommodations for now, things yeah, now it's like it's true you can just get them for whatever yeah, um it's well that's exactly so what he said was pretty much what i said any kid that's got any kind of um add depression anything like mm-hmm. that they will say that like oh well that's shortening their intention span and therefore they need it they need unlimited time why don't they just take, take time tests. limits off of everything for everyone right. then right. because everybody has shit right like some yeah. people it's it's legitimate but we can't say that 80 percent of the population needs extended time for everything because mm-hmm. in that case then there's just not enough time period and then the, right. the time thing should be knocked off right Anyway, um, so that was one of the things. And then they would, he had people working on the inside of all these Ivy Leagues. And coaches and stuff. Coaches in these insignificant, not insignificant, but just, you know, sports that nobody gives a shit about. It wasn't, oh God, I need to go. The one part that I need to, I wanted to listen to that I didn't hear highlighted on any other podcasts was like, they were specifically talking about the black male athletes and yes. how they were making the majority of the money for the school mm-hmm. but they were being treated like and they don't get to make any you know because they don't get well now I think they do get to some sports they do get to like profit off of them somewhat right like if the schools are using the jur- I feel like that's a thing that's changed recently I don't know did they change that because yeah because they couldn't get any kind there was there were like tons of lawsuits and people getting kicked out of school mm-hmm. and stuff for mm-hmm. trying to give incent- incentivizing or you know paying any of their yeah. student athletes yeah in football and basketball which are their primary yeah, so money makers so he's, yeah so he's talking about these like tent pole um positions where they had these specific students that they're basically like using to make all the money for the school. Mm-hmm. But then they have all these like these fake athletes because they weren't athletes in these much less prominent sports like rowing, rowing. and lacrosse and this other stuff that yeah. they felt like nobody could pay attention to, nobody was paying attention to. And that's they who don't. they're giving all these scholarships to. And just like the that specific dynamic and they talked about this one uh and then those athletes don't even feel like they belong at that school yeah and they talked about that one who would walk around with the wall street journal like he would always wear a a suit jacket and a wall street journal because he was like because otherwise i would get stopped by security all the time yeah and he's like i'm at this school on a full ride and i have good grades but 
Oh, it was that part I wish they do- dove into Dove more, deeper into it was that. Just a, it was a little section that I was like, oh my God. I agree. This that is was so a really, it was just something that you, that I would never, th- I had never thought yeah, of before. Yeah, that's something, that's, like, that was, that was one aspect that I had not heard on 2020 or this other podcast yes, or this other thing. Exactly. I mean, because the whole thing is infuriating, but then they also started talking, oh, we have a little interruption here. <laughs> Are you going to be a quiet interruption? Okay. Never. <laughs> Never. Um, there was also that part where um, they had the kids who were talking about how, like, now getting into college is almost an impossibility if you don't have a completely spotless, perfect resume. Right. Um, and then there was that, oh, was there was that lady who runs like a, it was some kind of sport. It was like a tennis or it was lacrosse or something for inner city girls. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yes, yes, yes. And her whole thing was she would take people like girls straight out of eighth grade, early ninth mm-hmm. grade, and she would specifically train them. Like they had to be good. They had to be really strong students. Mm-hmm. And she would train the shit out of them in these little smaller specialized sports that weren't right. saturated because she knew like this is your only chance to get into these colleges right, because, because she you was talking specifically about like the coxswains on the rowing team yes. which are the people that i think i would be good at that the yellers yell at them yes, yes. that's what <laughs> so you she, are she was training them for that in lacrosse and she was telling these girls these athletes like if you follow this track you will get into school and mm-hmm. then at some point it stopped working and she's one of the people that was like how come there's no tape of miss b yelling for her rowing yeah. team. Because Why does my girl have to starting... submit 30 hours of... Yeah, yeah. And this one doesn't. So she was one of the ones that was, Who was started starting digging to ask up the questions. Dirt. Yes. So, and that pissed me off too, because you hear these girls being like, I, you know, I have given up every single spare hour I've had every for the sat, past four yes. years. And now I might not, I probably won't get a spot because there's other people who are paying for the side door method that mm-hmm. I can, could never have a chance to afford. Mm-hmm. And just watching... Just all of these kids talking about that, like how, you know, they're not getting in into these colleges and it's, there's so much pressure already on high school students across the board that like, I didn't, I don't think I felt this pressure at all. I didn't. And I mean, I made good grades and, but I never really had to try that hard, but I, Mm -hmm. this was never a thing that I had to worry about. Like I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get into college. It's not going to be a big deal. But now I don't think it's that way anymore. I think across the board, it's so much more stressful for kids to get into college. And they're paying, they talked also about parents at private schools who start paying to sculpt their child's resume in middle school. Yes. Like, what does my child need to start doing now? What internships and volunteer programs do they need to start doing now that they're 12? And like, how do they, and I'm like, I'm not doing that for my son. Holy shit. Like, he'll have to be an electrician or a welder because I'm not going to do that. It's bananas what they have to go through to get into college which just further goes towards my point of college is a bullshit racket because you have all these people who are getting into college that are not qualified like i know they shouldn't be there and you've you've talked about that before that's what i started talking about in our last episode is i've got a i've got a little couple babies at my at my because i teach at a state school in an expensive private school yeah and the expensive private school i have a couple of and we they did away with um testing as like an admissions mm-hmm. as a part of the admissions Standard thing a, yeah. a while ago like years and years ago but i've got a couple kids that i'm just like you're out of your league you man. don't like this is like you this assignment i've given you is like a ninth grade assignment 
Yeah. I can't, like, this isn't a complete sentence. I can't sentence. make it any easier You haven't for you. capitalized your letters. This doesn't, yeah. this is not, this it's not is not acceptable. acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what it is because I know this kid's not on scholarship. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you must have gone to a fancy private school. Uh-huh. And you got and now you're in here, or your parents and, paid a little. Mm-hmm. The, and I teach the easy class, so what right. do you do? So what's happening? Bless in the your little heart. Mm. It's bananas. And if you stay in college long enough, and you pay for it long enough, anybody can graduate. Like that's right. kind of that's what the deal is. So right. it just kind of pisses all over that idea of I need to go to a great school and get a really good education so that I can further myself in the world. I think. I think our generation might have been the tail end of that being true. Like, I think very rapidly after that, it started to, that dream of like, oh, if I go to the right place and I get the right degree, I can step out and get this job that I want in this field that I've been told that I should be in and be set. And we're finding that that's not true. And I think this is a huge part of that problem is that people who are coming out of college are not across the board equipped to do mm-hmm. the things that they say that they should be equipped to do. And people are sick of accruing all this debt and not, right. and being trapped essentially like you're trapped right. for the rest of your life. Um, and it just, and this whole thing of like these kids get scholarships and then these kids work their asses off to get to school, but don't get scholarships. And then they're the ones who are entrapped by the system. It once again, just right. like widens that rift. Right. So um, it was super disturbing to listen to. And it brought to mind all of these things that I'm like, I never thought about that. Because I'll be honest, like mm-hmm. when the scandal first dropped in the news, I was like, they're crazy. Of course they thought they could right. pay their Poor way. Right, little I rich was like, kids, whatever. Yes, but then when I started, you know, when they started bringing up everybody else who's suffering because of this, that's when I was right. like, oh, fuck. Like, they're ruining it for everybody. The the one lady, and it was in the last episode or two, and she had like, I think she was from New York, and she had this like super New York accent, and she's going on and on. The administrator at the private school or something. Yes. She's got this, and she's like, and I get these applications for these children that are three years old, and they say they speak four languages. Speak Mandarin. And And I'm like, this is bullshit. This three-year-old, she's not even three years old. It doesn't speak about Yes. Yes. It's so good because she's so... It's so true. Matter of fact. Yeah. And she um, tells it like it is. And she's like, these parents lose their minds because they go through all this trouble. They build up all these expectations for their children. Mm-hmm. They freak out when their kid gets a B. And they're like, mm-hmm. this is the end of the world because my seventh grader got a B. They're not going to have a perfect thing now. And she just talks about all this pressure that they're putting on and how it, it has more to do with they are... It's the parents' their status. kids living out their dreams is yeah. what they're trying well, to do. Well, it's a reflection of right. how great am I as a parent if my child is all of these things and has achieved all of these things. Like mm-hmm. they're using their child as a status symbol in addition to the other things they use as a status symbol. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Fucked up, dude. It is. It's good. It's a great listen. Mm-hmm. If you're an educator, it's going to be something that you're going to binge because it's so nuanced and it's got so many things that yeah. you're just not even going to think about. I hope that was a decent review. This is pretty good. I think <laughs> we did a great job. Listening. Okay, we so did this a great is something job. that has nothing to do with anything. Well, no, it does. So we did that episode, um, I don't know, a million years ago where we were talking about the different types or the different schools in different countries mm-hmm. and in that episode i was um i was talking about how in japan they have this thing and they put the, their fingers at their butt that yeah we, they did the finger up the butt but but <laughs> <laughs> 
but this is this isn't the finger of the butt. This is younger. Um, yeah, that was so funny. Uh, next time we have to cancel an episode, I'm going to replay that one because it's my favorite. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> but anyhow, um, do you remember we were talking about the first errand where they'll send their like yes, three-year-old they're three-year-old child. to go to the store on the subway by themselves, and uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. there's a whole series on Netflix. <gasps> Netflix called Big Enough. And I think your daughter would love it. And Shut they just up. follow kids between the age of like, the youngest was like two years and nine months old, who went a full kilometer, walked to the grocery store. Mom taught him how to hold up a flag that says like, stop before he crossed so the, cross the street. Sure. Oh yes. my God. Goes to the grocery store, get the, but they're all like between Babies. eight and 12 minutes long. And it's just a camera crew following these little, little babies toddler. do it and it's the cutest it's so cute oh my god everyone should watch it i'll link it in the show notes but i feel like your daughter i don't know why i was watching she probably this and would I was like she would probably use like that as evidence like see i can ride my bike wherever i want in the neighborhood i don't care that we <laughs> well, live in maybe human trafficking yeah, central <laughs> maybe they didn't get human trafficked it. oh my goodness oh my yep, lord it's super 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 cute all right do we need to take a break or is it time to go to screaming in the parking lot um, I don't know. Should we? Let's just scream. Fuck a break. Fuck a break. <laughs> if you need a break, push pause, y'all. It's 2022. Push pause. You know what? You know how to do it. Screaming in the parking lot. Oh, okay. Right. So time for some screaming. What's time your, what's for some screaming? screaming. So my screaming is that after my breakdown, um, on the first day of this week. My partner was like, you know what we should do? Because there's so many kids who are doing the right thing every day, all the time. She's like, we should have a fun Friday for them, but we'll let, we'll let everybody have the chance to earn it this week. So we'll give them an index Mm -hmm. card at the beginning of the week. We'll put their name on it. And then we'll just randomly get up and give them stamps. Like if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you get a stamp. If you're not, you don't get a stamp. And then at the end of the week, figure out like who earns this fun Friday. So at first she was like, we should make it 10 stamps. And I was like, no, we should not. Because if they know that there's a number and they hit that number, then they're going to start fucking around. Number one. Number two, I might give out eight stamps the first day. Like, I don't know. So I was like, let's just keep track of how many opportunities they have to earn it. And then we'll figure out what's 80% of that by the end of the week and let them earn it. So the way I did it is like, at first I would just walk around and start stamping. And then everybody who would see like, oh, she's stamping, they would start doing the right thing. So what I started doing is just like looking around the classroom and then like making a tally mark for myself, like who gets a stamp right now. And then I would walk around and stamp and they'd be like, oh, but miss, I'm, I'm doing my assignment right now. I'm like, yeah, you are right now. But 30 seconds ago, you were shoving that crayon in somebody else's armpit. So you Mm -hmm. do not get the stamp. So anyway, this, this week I had like three kids go to the office. I had two have an in-school suspension during recess time. I had like parent phone calls. I had to have, I had to call one parent during class because the kid would not stop making this sound. And I was like, come here. So I called his mom and I was like, Hey, um, Michael is making this sound in class. And I've asked him several times to stop and he just, he can't seem to stop. So I was hoping that you could help him with that. She's like, oh, you may put him on the phone. So in my classroom, <laughs> she he's on the phone. He starts, you know, single tier. Yes, yes. So anyway, he did not earn a lot of stamps. Okay. So, um, I mean, we were, I was sending kids out of my classroom to go sit in another teacher's class. I was like, I'm done with you. Go sit, take all your stuff mm-hmm. and go in this other teacher's class. Just all week long. I was just like, 
done with all you bastards. So on Friday, we tallied up and surprise, surprise, the kids who we knew who were going to earn Fun Friday right. earned it. And then the kids who, of course, they never earned shit or they shouldn't earn anything because their buttholes didn't earn it. But the problem is our school is a PBIS school, which means that every, oops, sorry. It means that everybody wins and everybody can earn whatever, but not this one because they weren't doing the thing. Right. So it was the end of the day and we, um, I took out our kids for fun Friday, brought balls and chalk and it was a beautiful day. And then the other kids had to stay inside and finish the work they hadn't finished during the week because they were too busy fucking around. And one of the kids who did not earn fun Friday is my kid who routinely throws chairs or mm -hmm. every time he we have to do something he doesn't want to do he lays on the floor and makes loud noises until somebody from the office has to take him out and then he comes back 10 minutes later with a snack and you know that kid who also right. locked himself in the staff bathroom this week on purpose because oh. that's so anyway he did not <laughs> surprise he did not earn fun friday so he had fun monday tuesday he had fun Thursday. every day but he, so he is having a meltdown of epic proportions, kicking mm -hmm. walls, screaming, calling everybody a fucker, like losing his mind and will not get off the, the blacktop because the, we had, both classes had been outside because they were doing, they were like measuring something outside for science. Right. And so I was like, okay, you guys get to stay. Everybody else go back inside with uh, Miss T and she's going to, you know, do your lesson with you. So he refused to go inside. So our, um, our AP comes out and she's like, Hey, what's going on? I was like. Uh, so-and-so did not earn Fun Friday, and so he's losing his mind right now. And she goes, well, what do they have to do to earn Fun Friday? And I was like, well, he was in your office, like, 30% of the right. time this week. So not being in the office 30% of the time was one of the criteria. Um, <laughs> so anyway, she, but I felt bad for her because she had been dealing with, like, bullshit all week mm -hmm. long. So at the end of the day, she's like, so he told me he didn't even know how he had to earn it and blah, blah. And I was like... And you we, believe him? Do you fucking well, believe him? Oh what I God. wanted to say was, well, all the other kids, when they have a bad moment, they don't get to go to the office and get a candy bar right. or to play on their computer for 20 minutes until they calm down and then come back in and then get their work excused because they're too stressed out to do it. Like nobody else gets that perk. So I don't feel like he earns the stamps for Fun Friday when he locks himself in the staff bathroom or runs mm -hmm. away down the hall when I ask him to start writing his essay that everybody else is working on or whatever else it is. Like, I don't think I should have to justify that. So anyway, my screaming is just having to defend that this child did not fucking earn Fun Friday. Like, no, you didn't. Earn, you earn everything else that you do not deserve and none of these other kids get shit. You don't earn Fun Friday. Like, you just don't. I just, I don't even get an adult asking like why would you not assume that this kid like, like obviously this, this kid was being a dick you know of course this kid was being a of dick. course like they weren't even living up to their pbis contract they didn't even earn their smoothie this week why why do you think they're gonna earn fun I friday i believe there's also a smoothie to oh, oh my god or chick-fil-a you know, we got we got like we got like jump rope for heart and maybe yeah. one, and we got field day at the end. <laughs> so right, that that's all we what have. All this, that's all we what have. What is all this fun stuff? No, but if you are, if you have a behavior disturbance, then right. you get McDonald's if you go a full week without punching somebody in the face. So gotcha. What if you punch you. them in the throat? Like, mm. does it have to be neck up or maybe you'll just get fries? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you won't get the toy, toy with a happy no, meal. No happy yep. meal toy. No happy meal. Just the regular <laughs> meal for grownups. I don't know. Fuck it. Oh, my screaming in the parking lot, my, um, 
One of my colleges started a week earlier than the other, so they've really only got like three weeks left. I'm mm. very excited. Their last, I guess it's closer to a month now, but their last three weeks, they have a two-week project where they have a group activity. Remember, I made them contact their car- partners like a month ago and mm-hmm. made them prove to me that they'd contacted their partners. And then the last two weeks they have to create a portfolio of everything they've learned in the semester so i'm not doing it's this is my asynchronous class so i i don't have a lot to do the last couple weeks i have a shitload of stuff that i'll have Mm -hmm. to grade but i don't have a lot to do do things so i get an email from a student on 9 p.m friday night saying like they would like to schedule a zoom meeting with me and it's like i don't want to no you haven't done your work for the past month you got three weeks of school left yeah. Just like, I don't want to talk out, to man. you. I don't want to yeah. waste time. Like, what? What do you want to have a meeting about? I just, like, what? Yeah, I, saying it in an email. I've, I've been teaching this <laughs> course for a long time. I've mm-hmm. got, a, like, it's asynchronous. It's the same content. I, I write everything out. It's on the syllabus with the due dates. Then we go week by week with the module. Then I make a video. <laughs> to show you how to do the thing. Pointing how to do all the stuff. And it's like, I don't want to. I don't want to meet no. with you. Because you're going to beg me for extra time or extra this or yeah, extra whatever. and I'm just going to tell you no. Because and yeah, you have to you. do the thing. You have to do it with the partner. If you don't do it with the partner, then I'm not giving you any points. Yeah. Like, sorry. I'm just, I'm so tired. I know. Of the excuses. Like, y'all are adults. You're of adult age. You're not adults, but you're of adult age. Yeah. Like, fucking grow up. That's my screaming. It's exhausted. (laughs) What's your all worth it? My all worth it is that I booked my Sedona trip by myself for June for a week. I am pumped. I'm going to come back reeking of patchouli. I'm going to have fucking crystal headdress. I'm going to be healing people and myself with my hand energy. It's going to be fucking baller. Mm -hmm. I keep looking up, like, what are all these things to do in Sedona? And they're like, oh, here's this bike trail. What do you imagine actually doing? Here's this hike. And I'm like, I don't fucking do that shit. It's going to be hot. The vortex is so high up there. Because when I went to Sedona a while back, I wanted to go up to whatever vortex vortex. they have. Mm -hmm. It was a hike. And it was like. Oh, that's so hot. I know. I want to like do that, but oven. I'm like, there's got to be like a donkey that'll take me up or Maybe. some kind of like four-wheeler trip. Will they let you yeah. take like, like <laughs> destroy the aura of the I'm... vortex with your all-terrain vehicle? I don't know. With the diesel fumes? Yes. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So are you going to get like massages? And... Probably so. My on, Honestly, my plan is to take my little MacBook and write a whole bunch. Like I just, oh, I want to write. So I'm going to sign yes. up for that writing class again this summer. Nice. And I'm going to see how much I can knock out. But yeah, I'm going to get massages. I'm just going to fucking eat food. And yeah. I don't know, probably, I don't know what I'm going to do. If they have a movie theater, I'll go see a movie, which is something mm-hmm. I can do here. But I'll be able to do it without having to like answer questions from anybody. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, gr- mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I don't know what I'm, I'm going to so do. Excited we'll see. For I'm just going to sit around and be a bum. <laughs> so excited. Bum in the desert. Yeah. My all worth it is so similar. <laughs> Except for mine was just this past weekend. I worked a job in another state this weekend. A and state. I got put up in a nice hotel to mm. work there. And I was all by myself. And even though I was working, 
it was very nice to just be like, this is just the one thing I'm doing. I still answered emails. I should have just not answered emails. Should not have. But um, I also got to work with a fully professional staff. So oh, like that's the, nice. The lighting person and I had two. You didn't have a bunch guys. of volunteer high school kids. Yeah, trying to get and I had like hours. A, I had like an <laughs> AV guy. So it was just like, and oh, I had somebody sweet. like running the curtain. So it was nice to just be like. You are all adults getting paid adult money to do this. To do this and for things I'm, that you know how to do. Yeah, so I'm setting all the lighting cues with the lighting guy. And it was just really nice to be able to say, like, this is the kind of look. And he's like, like this. And I'm like, can we be 10% more this? And he's like, how about this? Yep. I'm like, yeah, let's add this other thing. And then it was just done. And, just and I was it. like, oh, I didn't have to figure anything out. No. What buttons to push. You just used your words uh, yep. and it happened. Yes. One of my one of Beautiful. my lighting cues because I made a bunch of notes beforehand to just tell him what I was thinking and I was like, a drum roll, but the lighting version of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know exactly what you mean. He was like, I got you. How about this? And I'm like, like yeah, but let's get a little more of this instead. And it's just like this is fantastic. So fabulous. So it was, it was really nice to work such nice. a professional event and With stay in a nice hotel and just get to be like. I did have people asking me a lot of questions, but it was adults, so it was different. Yeah, it, it was wasn't attention-seeking <laughs> questions. Yes, although I did have some of that. Maybe I'll talk about that next time, because there were a couple people around that did not actually know what they were talking about, but wanted to make it seem like they did, yeah, and it was getting like, real annoying. It started, like, the, by the day like, three. All right, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, by day three, it was just like, it wasn't the it wasn't the staff, it was mm -hmm. other other people that were around yeah it's just like that's doesn't what you're make saying doesn't sense. make sense yeah it's not the right thing <laughs> <laughs> but to not be surrounded by it yes i was not surrounded everyone. by that's it nice. it was just there was some like swinging of metaphorical dicks around mm -hmm. the last couple but of days stupid dicks um, yeah stupid dicks stupid, stupid dicks, dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been fun. We were mostly on topic. Yes, Good for yeah. us. We did it. Um, if you have a BS in education or any tips on things that I should do in Sedona, we would love to hear yeah. from you. You can email us at bsineducation2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram for a biannual post or two um, <laughs> at BS in education, Or you can call us at 234-73-TEACH. This has been a, a BS, BS in, in education. education. Class is ended. Time to go. Pick up your crayons off the floor. Class is ended. Time to go. I don't want to see your face no more. Thank you for listening to ABS in education. My tummy hurts.